Boom. Welcome back to another episode of Evolving Through Experience, where we discuss and grow from every aspect, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and beyond. Today, guys, we have a special guest. We have Brittany. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm glad I'm glad to have you on. Thank you for having so me. So you you know we've been trying to get this uh set up for a while. Yeah. But um we're we're finally here, Devon Thomas, so can't complain. For sure. Um so we're gonna be talking about your life and we're gonna be talking about your experiences. Um obviously I'm gonna ask questions. I'm sure you're gonna wanna ask questions which you already said. So I am. I'm gonna welcome it. It's it's a dialogue, but it's gonna be about growth in every aspect. Okay. So first, um, I want you to go ahead and just tell the people a little bit about yourself, and then I'm going to start rolling with the questions. Okay, well, my name is Brittany Michelle. Um, I'm from South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a designer. So, yeah, me in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Cool. We well, we about to go a little deeper. Okay. First question I'm going to ask, I ask this to all my guests, so I'm going to go ahead and get it out the way. Okay. What is evolving through experience in your own words? Um, I would say evolving through experience is growing and changing based off of your life experiences, based off of what you go through in life. Mm-hmm. So basically growing through what you go through. Okay. I like that. Every guest say it different and there's really no wrong answer. So I tell everybody there's no wrong answer. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to ask you about some of the experiences in your life. You give me two and then we can go into them about situations that made you evolve whether they're traumatic, whether they're not traumatic, but truly had a huge impact on your life. We just gonna dive in it. Yeah, huh? we're gonna dive right okay. in. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um I've had so many different experiences. Um, the one that's sticking out to me the most right now is um my dad. He was diagnosed with ALS mm-hmm. in March 2019. Mm-hmm. And from his diagnosis, that pushed me to quit my job, which I would say would be mm-hmm. the next one. Mm-hmm. Just quitting my job and going into entrepreneurship. So mm-hmm. those that was two, the yeah, for sure. Okay, so with, sure. with ALS first, um, and I, I think I know what that is. I, I've heard of it before. You could probably correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do, is that just like naturally, like how do people get that? You know, or, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, it's, okay. they don't know how you get it, but mm-hmm. a lot of, most of the people... From the research that mm-hmm. I've done personally, mm-hmm. um, were in the military. Okay, that was diagnosed with it, and my dad he was in the military. He was in the military. So, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure how they get it. Okay, but you know, but the military, most people maybe in the military, it might have something to do with. I'm it. not a conspiracy theorist, right? But, I'm not. I mean, I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> right. But um, okay. So with that being said, first and foremost, if you don't mind me asking, he's better now, or how is like, or no, he's still, he's still, it's a terminal disease. It's a, okay. Yeah. So it's like once you get it, they give mm-hmm. you three to five years. Once you've been diagnosed. Know, they give you mm-hmm. 35 years to live. Okay. But he's still. He's still. I'm he's definitely still glad. Here. I'm still definitely glad to hear that. And yeah. I think he's going to live a lot longer than what their uh, quote unquote timeline is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I don't think uh, the doctors decide somebody's timeline. You For know? sure. But that's a whole nother other story. Mm-hmm. So as far as quitting your job, um, you said that was the situation that made you also quit it. Yeah, it's like, kind of like. Okay, so I've already, I was already going back and forth about, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I really don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have anything else lined up. Mm-hmm. But once I found out that he was diagnosed, mm-hmm. it's kind of like he was 40. How old was he? He was like, I don't know, don't make me lie about his age, but he was 40-something. He was 40-something. So he you. was still young. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know how they say tomorrow isn't promised mm-hmm. or, you know. Live life to the fullest. All the things um, you could be gone any day now, mm-hmm. 
I always thought about that as in you could be dead any day now. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to still be alive. But here he is, 40-something. He's still living, Mm -hmm. but his life is basically over. Mm -hmm. He's still not living. So, you know, it kind of made me think about my life and, like, what do I want to do? And I didn't want to just work unhappily forever. So it kind of, like, you know, had Mm -hmm. my wheels spinning. And I just one day up and decided to leave. Place. So you just jumped out there on the in the deep end, no life jacket. No I commend it. Life jacket. I support that. No life jacket. I support it and a thousand. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. Oh yeah. So let's talk about it. I think because I think at the end of the day, some people like I said, this show not even about uh, entrepreneurship, yeah. but it still relates to everything because it's life experience and evolving mm-hmm. that relates to whether you're in entrepreneurship or not. Right. So as far as you leaving your job, just obviously jumping out there on the deep end, I commend you. Nip said it best, of course. So um, with you doing that, what were some of the hurdles you had to overcome? Where do I start? Let's start start <laughs> from the top. We, gonna, we, could, we got time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, it's just been so many hurdles. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still going through hurdles. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just never ending. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never ending. And I always say, like, me quitting my job was the thing that kind of pushed me into becoming the person, becoming mm-hmm. somebody outside mm-hmm. of just who, what my job was. So, um, you know, it's really um, built my character. It's mm-hmm. really, like, molded me. Mm-hmm. So, um, hurdles, I would say um, discipline, like mm-hmm. having to have discipline, not having somebody to tell me, you know, depending on somebody to tell me what to do, when to do it, how to mm-hmm. do it, you know, just kind of discovering myself in that way. Um, money management, mm-hmm. having to do that. Um <laughs> family and friends mm-hmm. like it's so many hurdles yeah. like honestly like life changes mm-hmm. a thousand percent when you you know so, so with that being said like I want to ask you do you feel like obviously I say this in in, in a respectful way of mm-hmm. course the the fact that your father obviously got diagnosed with that unfortunately but at the same time fortunately because now it puts you in a mind space of where you evaluate your life and start making changes for the better it's like do you obviously would you say you look at that as a positive side of it? Because obviously the negative side of it is that he's diagnosed with that, unfortunately, and then they tell him he got three to five years to live. Mm-hmm. But the other side of it is now that it makes you reflect on your life and like, when am I gonna take my chances as far as jumping out the window to do what I want to do with my life? Because like you said, tomorrow's not promised. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Mm-hmm. I could say that. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm not to sound morbid or mm-hmm. anything like that, but it's kind of like the end of, not his life because he's still here, mm-hmm. but the end of what his life was Correct. kind of started mine. Started yours, yeah. yeah. And what do you feel like more people, and, and really just women in general, can do to, before something like that has to happen, what do you feel like the mind state they need to, they could get to, or obviously for you it was different, but the mind state or gems you could give them to pretty much tell them, like, don't wait to start your life or start your goals. Like, now is the time because, to one, tomorrow's not promised, so don't wait on not saying go quit your job tomorrow yeah, please don't. unless that's what they want <laughs> to do. Please don't. Look, unless that's what unless you want to do. Unless that's what you, yeah. Unless that's what you do. We're not going to encourage it unless yeah. you got you got a plan figured out. But yeah. at the end of the day, what would you say to them? Um, Honestly, exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Like, don't wait. Like, start thinking about that kind of stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're going to look up and before you know it, 5, 10, 15 mm-hmm. years has gone past. So just, you know, start thinking about the things that interest you, the things that, you know, you find joy in mm-hmm. and then kind of, you know, 
seek that out. Mm-hmm. Get curious with that and kind of find your way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't don't wait until something drastic happens before you decide to start so, thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Think about it now. I I would say I didn't used to think about um, life mm-hmm. after you know life for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about anything outside of what I always saw, which was having a job, going to work, paying my bills, mm-hmm. living, doing something here and there on the weekend. I never thought about life outside of that. Mm-hmm. So if you have any type of desire or any type of thing within you that makes you, you know, want to seek more out in Mm -hmm. life, just do it. Don't wait on anything or anybody. That's a fact. And with that, so obviously that was the first step in making you realize, like, it's more out there, do more. So what was, like, the second step of exposure? Because obviously now you know it's more. You Like you just said, you only thought, like, going to, going to work, paying your bills, doing something on the weekend. So what was, like, the next level of exposure for you? Whether that was a person, like, what was that next level? <laughs> it was actually um, a company, mm-hmm. MLM. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So heard heard about it. (laughs) Um, yeah. I joined one of those shortly Mm -hmm. after I left my job and it exposed me to a lot of different Mm -hmm. things. I had never seen that many people that looked like me, Mm -hmm. you know, living life, traveling, Mm -hmm. you know, mansions, Mm -hmm. houses, nice cars. But outside of that, like, um, you know, just being people that had motion, being mm-hmm. people that had things going on, mm-hmm. like with life, helping other people, impacting other people. I had mm-hmm. never seen anything like that before. So, that, did you did you say that me. with a little hesitancy? What when, when you said MLM? Was you nervous to say that? I wasn't nervous to say. I was just like, because you know the stigmas around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but no, I'm glad. I, I'm glad you said it because I think that's the positive side of it, regardless of. The, the the allegedness of fake man, real mansions, fake mansions, real mm-hmm. money, mo- real motion, whatever. I think it's a great, because like you said, it got you exposure. Whether it was real or not for some people, I think it was good because of the exposure. So mm-hmm. that's one thing I could always say. I think that's good out of anything like that, any pyramid, not, I ain't going to say pyramid, but <laughs> any situation of MLM-like yeah. type structures or whatever, I think that's good because it gives people exposure. Mm-hmm. And then that, obviously opened the door for you to realize it's more but now taking things to the next level right so from there where did you wind up transition to after mlm type um so where did i transition okay so from there you know shortly after covid happened okay so 2020 2020 hey, that was heck we're gonna double back yeah because i left in 2019 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 2020 and i'm at home trying to figure out how I'm going to make money from home. Mm-hmm. Like, what, I'm, what am I going to do with my life now? Not even just money, but, like, where, where does my life go from here? Mm-hmm. So I'm on YouTube, and I just saw some different videos popping up on the screen. Mm-hmm. One video came across. You know how it just automatically plays the mm-hmm. videos. One video came across, and it was this lady, and she was designing with what I know now to be mm-hmm. epoxy resin. Mm-hmm. And so whatever she was doing, I was intrigued by it. So, you know, I just went to the store, bought the products, you know, and came home. You know, I'm like just finding out. Yeah. yeah, And in my mind, it was just like I need to escape from Mm -hmm. my reality right now. I just need to find something that interests me to Mm -hmm. get my mind off of life right Mm -hmm. now. Like I was just looking for an escape. Mm -hmm. And so I went home and I tried it out and I and I liked it. I liked it. So here now I'm at a point where I have a hobby and it's fun to me. I show people what I'm doing on Facebook. Just mm-hmm. like, look, y'all, look what I'm doing. I'm not an entrepreneur or anything at mm-hmm. this point. I'm just, you know, 
You wanted planting the seed, but go ahead. I was planting the seed, <laughs> but um, I posted. I'm like, look what I'm making, y'all. And so my inbox started going crazy. Mm -hmm. I want it. I want this. Can you do this in this color? And so now here I am mm -hmm. with the hobby that's becoming like a side hustle. Mm -hmm. So you still considering it a hobby? Because at this point, it's a business. Like I, I done seen you done it for many people. You you drop doing deliveries for like, and then this thing is like, it's not even like you got to focus on one niche of it. You have the ability to do a lot of different things. With like I said, I seen you doing designing signs for people. So mm -hmm. would you still consider it as like a hobby or now I don't. Now you don't. Okay. Yeah. Now no. Mm -hmm. okay, but good. then twenty twenty, it was for sure a hobby. Mm -hmm. I was just doing it, and it was bringing in money, and it was putting me at ease. Mm -hmm. To a certain extent. And then you, you, so you, obviously you started it. So obviously now that's, that's beautiful because like you said, you started it just as a hobby, as an escape goat, but then it wound up turning, like making money for you. Mm -hmm. So did you find that it was just therapeutic at the same time, for even sure. still now? Yeah. Okay. It's still therapeutic. I did have a season to where it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I had a season to where I didn't want to do anything. Why is that? Let's talk about it. Oh, burnout. Burnout. Okay. Burnout. I was burnt out mm -hmm. and... I was to the point where I was like, I don't know if I even want to do this. So what's mm -hmm. next for me? Because yeah. I can't do this. Too many people was asking for it? It was, I was doing so much mm -hmm. work. I had a lot of orders coming in. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting it to go that way. Mm -hmm. But I had a lot of orders coming in. And what I know now is I just, you know, I was burning myself out because, you know, the price. I yeah. wasn't charging what yeah. I should have been charging. So, You're charging yeah. the right price now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, for now. For now. You know, okay. For now. I got yeah. you. But, yeah, I just got burnt out. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I just needed to find an escape from that. Mm -hmm. So. What was that next next escape? That next escape? I think I, think I just, what did I go to? Um, Drinking. Mm -hmm. I started okay. drinking. I started smoking. Mm -hmm. I started going out. I started just being outside. Yeah, yeah. I, I just you. wanted to completely get away from get it. away. Yeah, completely no. from people, mm -hmm. from work, from everything. No, got you. Yeah. Now, and I appreciate the transparency. I didn't know what you was gonna say next, but <laughs> I, I appreciate the transparency, and yeah. that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have that have have had that or has that because I'm guilty of it too. Like looking for escapes. Um, and for different things that happened in the past. So always looking for escapes. And I know that you said that a few times, but I think that's what a lot of people are doing. And at the same time, we have to pretty much combat that in order to evolve. Mm -hmm. So it's so much of looking for escapes. I think at the same time, finding more positive escapes, if that makes sense, oh, while of sure. still addressing whatever the issue is behind the scene. Yeah. So with COVID, I want to ask you because... I think a lot of people don't know, like COVID was, I just want to ask you for your, what was your mental state during COVID? Obviously, I know you had stuff going on, but what was the mental state? The world shutting down first time, you never experienced that. Yeah. So talk about it. For me, it was relief. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. I like that. So I was so relieved because like I told you, I, I left in, I left my job in March, 2019. Mm -hmm. So I'm at home trying to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm trying to catch up to like get back to life. Mm -hmm. And then 2020 comes, and now everybody's at home trying to figure out what to do. So I wasn't alone anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, oh, we, yeah. I, it's like buying me some time. Yeah. I felt like, but I was just relieved. I was relieved to not have to have that that dark cloud over my head mm -hmm. to like, you know, try to figure out how to get back to societal mm -hmm. life. 
Yeah. So I was relieved. No, that's good. I, honestly, I didn't expect you to say that because I think <laughs> a lot of people in, in COVID was just like, it wasn't a, it's not the it wasn't the norm it's still not the norm yeah. to be locked in the house for all day they was saying it like you walk outside you're gonna catch COVID in the air <laughs> it was just mad stuff going around yeah. and it forced people to sit down i don't think i was concerned about getting mm-hmm. sick okay not that i felt like i was you know invincible, invincible. Mm-hmm. i just i don't know i just wasn't concerned i'm just i never get sick mm-hmm. not to say that i won't or yeah. can't what's your immune system i need that <laughs> I, got I just you. really never get sick for real mm-hmm. so um you know i took safety precautions whenever mm-hmm. i did go outside so i wasn't you know walking around maskless mm-hmm. like it won't get me but mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't i wasn't that concerned about getting sick and Makes then i sense. also thank god i also didn't lose anybody close to me from it for sure. I also didn't have anybody, you know, close to me who got COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, not at first. Mm-hmm. Eventually, got you know, you. as it still went on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I wasn't really um, shook up about yeah. it. Got I you. wasn't. Now that's good. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's good. And I want to ask you. So with that, I know that was COVID, and I'm surprised at your answer. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that that is your answer because I don't think I have anybody that ever said that. Mm-hmm. So now, with that being said. What are some things you do now when you have situations where you're feeling overwhelmed? I know you speak about your anxiety online sometimes. So what are those outlets, positive outlets that you do now besides go get in a 40? I pray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I locked in my relationship with God for sure. Okay. Like I did. Um, So I'll pray. I'll go. I'll talk to my, um, you know, close friends of mine. Mm Um, who I can, um, you know, share certain things with and be Correct. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so I talk about it. I used to didn't, you know, talk about it. I used to just keep everything in mm-hmm. and, um, you know, try to figure it out on my own. I would just yeah. bottle everything up, which contributed to the overwhelm that I was mm-hmm. feeling. Um, so now I release it. I talk about it. I journal. Mm-hmm. But journal, I locked yeah. in my, with my relationship with God and that's uh, been taking me. To uh, the next level, yeah. I like that. Continue. That's evolving. That's why I named That's it ING. So it's a never stopping. It's never a never ending, ending process. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm glad you said it because that was also another question. So as far as your friend group, right? Mm-hmm. How did you find this friend group? Cause I know you came to Georgia in 2021, mm-hmm. which you said. So let's talk about that. About the positive friend groups and then the negative friend groups. Because I'm sure you had both. Oh yeah. At the end of the day, they both positive because even if they was negative, you probably got something out of it. Yeah. So let's just say both positives, but one on the more less positive okay um how did i find them yeah how did you find them and then talk uh, that would be my first question how did I find them? community community um, okay so yeah i joined certain communities mm-hmm. um because like you said i was new here i didn't know anybody mm-hmm. so i joined um the morning meetup okay and um you know that there was always meetups there was mm-hmm. always situation um you know events and things going on to where yeah. i could go and meet different people mm-hmm. so i would go and you know Friendships just kind of mm-hmm. formed. Yeah. It just kind of, you know, worked itself out. Yeah. yeah. So that's how. Okay. And then um, there was one particular friend. I met her through a friend of mine from back home. Okay. And so, so mutuals. Yeah, mutual okay. friendships. So that was on the, the positive side. So yeah. what, what about when you was doing the, like, like just looking for the negative outlets of going out, drinking, smoking. Oh, that's on both sides. That's on both sides. It was, okay. Yeah, two groups. Everybody was in one, oh, one yeah. area. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what what at what point did you realize you need to separate and let's not even say separate. I think 
the bet I'll say separate for the lack of a better word because mm-hmm. it's no diss to the people that you let's just say you outgrown mm-hmm. and you're not on that same timing no more because at the end of the day maybe they are needing to evolve too maybe they're dealing with the same things you was dealing with and that's the only outlet so yeah. what was that time like what was the middle point of where you found like maybe I just need to separate for a while but obviously no diss to them mm-hmm. Th- that's just not my path no more um I don't really know if there was um something that happened per se Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like i don't want to say i just woke up one day and things Mm -hmm. just changed but kind of it it Mm kind of like evolved over time i just woke up and i was just like i don't want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. like i don't find this to be fun anymore it's Mm -hmm. not helping me Mm -hmm. i still come back home Mm -hmm. with the same you know feelings yeah Yeah. i'm waking up the next morning with the same Mm -hmm. issues nothing is changing Mm -hmm. nothing is evolving Mm -hmm. so I had to try something different. You know, they say, you know, mm-hmm. if, you know, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the same result, then mm-hmm. that's the definition of insanity. And so I just, um, I just wanted different. I just wanted more. I just wanted better for myself. Yeah. And so I just kind of slowly mm-hmm. stopped responding to messages, stopped going to the places I was invited to. And it just kind of stopped. Faded out. Yeah. No, nah, that's good, and I think other women could take that too. Not saying that everybody is gonna be the same way, because you never know. Like you may, some people may live with with these friends type things, so yeah. it may not be as easy to just, just separate. Stop. So that's why I wanted to ask you for your process, because let's say say somebody that does live with them, what what like one of thing piece of advice you could give them um, to pretty much help them separate from somebody in that situation that's looking to evolve, looking to better themselves, but. The, the friend group they're in right now or the person they live with, whether that's family, whether that's a friend, is still pretty much trying to pull them along to a side that they don't necessarily need to be. Yeah. I would say um, I feel like this. I feel like when you change as a person mm-hmm. um, and you start doing things differently, other people will see that. Mm-hmm. So I just say, like, um, change and change outwardly mm-hmm. and start, you know, doing the things that you want to do and you pull them mm-hmm. versus them pulling you. Correct. So just start making those different changes. Say no to certain things. And people start getting curious, like, well, what's going on mm-hmm. with her? Oh, she's doing this. Like, they start to see the change. Mm-hmm. They start to see the person that you're becoming and they become intrigued or interested. Yeah. Or they decide, okay, they for real. They really changing. Yeah. I'm not really with that. So they yeah. start to leave you alone. Gotcha. So just literally just change. Mm-hmm. Literally become the person or do the things that you want to do. Stop doing the things that you don't want to do, and it kind of, it kind of works itself out. Got you. So what brought you, and I want to double back, I told you I was going to ask you this, um, as far as, like, you moving to Georgia. But what first, what brought you to Georgia outside of what you said? Because I think you said it had a part to do with your father, right? No. Okay, didn't. Okay, so what brought you to Georgia? You want to know the... Yeah, I want to know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, all right, well... I was I had a situation mm-hmm. back at home. Um, you can elaborate on the situation, or you can't elaborate. I can't because you you look like you was like, mm, do you want to know the truth or you want the? I've never really version? talked about this out loud. Look, hey, a lot of people come on this show, and which I'm thankful for, not to cut you off, and say stuff that they never told anybody. So yeah. I'm always thankful for that. So keep the tradition going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you know, I was in a relationship back mm-hmm. at home. And the relationship started getting a um it was it was getting hectic. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I was basically scared for my life. Mm-hmm. 
and I didn't really feel safe at home anymore. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel um, like that's somewhere that I needed to be anymore. And I've mm -hmm. always wanted to move to Atlanta. That was always in the plans. Mm -hmm. um, but this, I feel like this was just my opportunity to go ahead and leave. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the situation was um, horrible. Like, I was basically being stalked. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah. he was banging on my doors, banging on the windows, sending me threatening text messages mm -hmm. and phone calls. And I just didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And I don't take threats lightly yeah. when I know what someone is capable of. Mm -hmm. So that was my... That was my time. Escape yeah, I took uh, I took the opportunity to just leave. So a blessing in disguise. A ble it really, really was a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. And somebody asked me um, yesterday. They asked me, "Was I running from something when I came mm -hmm. to Atlanta?" And I thought about. It. I was like, "Was I running from?" But I I really feel like I was running to. Mm -hmm. I was running to some towards mm -hmm. something versus running from something. But. Yeah, life started getting a little bit crazy. I feel like I was getting pushed out of the city, and mm -hmm. I just took the opportunity and I moved. No, that's good, I, and I think I'm glad you said that. Again, I appreciate the transparency because one, most people probably wouldn't want to admit that, but the fact you did, and I'm glad you said you was running too, not from something. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Atlanta, Atlanta, they say Atlanta's full, but Atlanta still got some more capacity. It's some <laughs> they, they they still building up, still yeah. still putting up new high rises, so it's yeah. always gonna be some some room in Atlanta. So that's really good to know that. That's why you. That's not. I say that's a good thing because it forced you to do something that you always wanted to do, mm -hmm. and that just gave you the next opportunity to, to take your life to where you also want it to be. And so, I think it was, not to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. But I think it was divine how it happened, mm -hmm. too, because I always, like I said, Atlanta was always the plan, mm -hmm. but I could never find somewhere to live. Like, mm -hmm. whenever I would look up places, I couldn't, I just couldn't find anywhere. And mm -hmm. then this situation happened, and... At that moment, my mom had a friend mm -hmm. who um, was living in Atlanta, and he wanted to get out of his lease mm -hmm. because he wanted to move somewhere else to another state. And he wanted to get out of his lease, um, but he didn't move because he couldn't get out of his lease, basically. Mm -hmm. And then um, his landlord allowed us to move into that home. like So it kind of like opened up yeah. right when everything Beautiful. was happening. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was just meant for me to. Nah, for sure. So did your whole family came, or was it just you? My whole family is here. Oh, everybody my came. My mama's here. Okay. My sister's here. My okay. niece is here. Your dad is here too. My dad was always always living in Georgia. Okay, he was. Always he's in Macon though. He's not. Okay, in Macon. I know where that yeah. is. Yeah. 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 No, that's good though. I didn't know because I could see. I did, I thought you just said you came by yourself, but the fact the whole family came. Yeah, everybody's so, here. No, nah, that's good. We didn't all necessarily move together. Mm -hmm. My sister had her family. Okay, um, got you. Yeah, but we just all we literally all moved at the same time. No, nah, that's good. That that that's unity. Unity. I like yeah. that. I love that for y'all. Um, so let's talk about that with your moms then as far as them all moving down here. Mm -hmm. So what is some of the things that your mom has taught you that, that the intangibles that she has taught you over these years that things that always stick with you? Um, I think my mom, my mom is a woman of few words. Mm -hmm. So, um, the but things she's that she's, the, the <laughs> things that she's taught me, she's taught me through her actions, mm. not necessarily verbally. Um, but for sure, like, to never give up. Mm -hmm. Like, I know it sounds cliche, but I've never seen her, like, give up. Mm -hmm. Like, there's she's been hit with so many different things. She was, um, she got pregnant in high school. Mm -hmm. She had me when she was 21. Um, she moved from state to state with my dad because he was in the military. Mm -hmm. So she didn't really have 
um, I won't say she didn't have family around her raising her kids because eventually she did when she moved back. But mm. she did a lot of things that a lot of people her age wouldn't or Would, couldn't do. Yeah. And she just been through so much throughout mm. her life, and she just keeps going. Like, I've right. never seen her, like, just stop and give up. So, like, she's taught me, like, no matter what's going on in my mm -hmm. life, like, just keep, keep going, keep it pushing, keep it moving. Like, it'll eventually work out. Um, but, yeah, she, that's, I think that's the number one thing she taught me, like, to be resilient. Mm -hmm. No, shout out, shout out to moms then, because I think, I think that's vital. Um, and that's why I wanted to ask you because things she, she has taught you because obviously you're a reflection of her. Mm -hmm. and, but now let me ask you, what are some things that you feel like or she said, um, and then I'm going to double back to another question I have regarding her mm -hmm. um, as far as um, her having you at 21. But what are some things that you feel like you've taught her that she's always told you or has told you? Um, she's never told me I taught her anything. Okay. <laughs> she okay. would never admit to that. Okay. No, but it's the truth though. It's the truth. I teach her a little something, I mm -hmm. think. But um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That would really have to be a question that I have to answer. Say less. I'm I'm gonna be looking for that answer. I got and now that you said that, I got two questions two uh questions to stick on the same topic. What was y'all debating the other day? Who, me and you and your mom? Yeah, I could have sworn you posted <laughs> something about a debate. So I want to know what was the debate again. So, so basically, um, we were talking about you know how when you're on the way somewhere mm -hmm. and somebody's like, okay, I'm up the street or I'm yeah, down the yeah. street. That's what we was debating. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if somebody says they're up the street, they're a little ways. You know, <laughs> it's gonna take them a little minute. They up the street, and if they say they're down the street, they right there <laughs> down the street. So we was just debating because she says. She feels like it's the same thing, but I don't feel like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I agree with mom. I've, I've had lie. some messages. I've had some comments. A lot of people agree with her, but some people agree with me. And some people I think mean, it's the opposite. Like three people? I mean, it was a few. Few? But I'm not few. alone out here. That, that's all I'm that not matters. the only one that thinks this way. I got you. As long as they help you sleep at night, I <laughs> it think it's the me. same thing. All right, then. I'll, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. I can see where y'all coming from, but I was just trying to, like, you know, prove my point. I got you. So if somebody say up the street, you feel like they close, you said? No. You feel like they, they, they out? They not as far, but they a little ways out. Like, they they'll be here a little, you know, in a few. But if they down the street. They right there. They right there. You don't see what I'm saying? I, I see like, why you say, say that. If you up a mountain, right? <laughs> yeah. You up there. You mm -hmm. but if you're down the mountain, you're right there. I got you. Know you. I just wanted like... to understand your logic. But I mean, I see why you're saying I don't know if I agree with it, but we'll let the <laughs> audience decide. Yeah. I think it's the same thing, but I do understand why you say that. Yeah. Up the street, I'm a little ways out, down the street, I'm on the same block. I got you. Exactly. I, I can understand why okay. you say that. I don't agree with it, but I, I understand. <laughs> so with that, so as far mm -hmm. as her having you at 21. Mm -hmm. Has she ever, like, spoke about that more with you? Because I think a lot of people feel like having a child young is, like, oh, it's, you're not supposed to do that. Because tr truth be told, as a father, I don't think it's a perfect time to have a child. Things happen. And at the end of the day, if she didn't have you, then you wouldn't be here. If I didn't have my son or if my parents didn't have me at whatever age, you wouldn't be here. So it's always a blessing out of it either way. Yeah. So has she ever, like, elaborated or talked about that with you? About her having kids at a young age? Yeah. Not necessarily. Not okay. really. Not um, really. No, she has. She didn't really talk about it, but she did have me on purpose. Okay, so it I was clean. playing. Okay, yeah. Got um, you. she had my sister when she was eighteen. Mm -hmm. Um, and she didn't want my sister to grow up. Um, she didn't want her to grow alone. up. Oh, yeah. Okay. She didn't want her to grow up without a sibling. Where her? So my here son I got, came. Hey, 
My son gonna have one. He gonna be alone. He'll be just fine. <laughs> it's gonna be plenty of cousins. He he. I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that at all. I don't have kids, mm-hmm. but I have a niece and I have a nephew. And you see how 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 Ooh, busy they keep you. We. What what what's some crazy stories that that you got? That where they stressing you out. Well, they don't stress me out because I just they stress you out. They, they stress you out. They don't, they don't stress me out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love spending time with them. I don't I don't ever get stressed out with them because I can always send them right on back whenever it's time. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So as soon as they starting to get to that stress level, it's time That's to go. That's all right. It's time for okay. you to go on back home. I got you. you. That's probably parents. why you say that though. So, do you, but you do want to have children eventually? You know, that's a good question because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that. Okay. I'm 29 now, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, you know, I'm at the point where it's kind of mm-hmm. like sketchy a little bit mm-hmm. to have kids, right? You know, high-risk pregnancies mm-hmm. and things like that. So I've really been, I just had this conversation yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. I've really been thinking about, you know, would I feel away if I don't have kids? Mm-hmm. And I really don't think I would feel away if I didn't mm-hmm. end up having any kids. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be just fine. But I'm not against having kids. Not against it. I'm not against it. Um, but you know, I just never expected mm-hmm. to be at the age of 29 with no yeah. kids. So it's kind of like now I have to rethink life again. <laughs> you you would have said that same statement if you would have had children. You were like, damn, I would not expect to have children at 29. You like, think so? Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> trust me, <laughs> I, I, I personally could say I'm sure I'm sure everybody think that like, dang, I really got a child because I'd be like some days like, oh, I really have a child. I, like, really I did not expect child. this. I did not expect this. So then did there, you not? I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't plan it? No, it wasn't planned. Yeah, it happened. Did you plan to have kids in your lifetime, though? At some point, but not as early as I did, though. How old were you? Uh, My son is two. OK, so wait, yeah, he's two. I had him so, and I'm 24. Are you? Yeah. How old you thought I was? Like 26. 26? Yeah. So you thought I was older. You're like mature. Okay, appreciate it. I get that a lot. But yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm aging backwards. I'm going to be 23 next year. Okay. Yeah, that's my goal. So that's how you know when you getting long up there, you got to. Yeah, I got to start, take start taking it numbers back. back. Yeah, I got to take it back for me. I can't <laughs> speak for nobody else. I, nobody else. But um, with that, um, my, <laughs> my other statement was, um, I know you said, oh, I had I had a guest on here. I don't know if you know her, but um, she was telling me about a client of hers. And being that you said that, and I don't say this like whichever route you go is obviously it's meant to be, it's divine for you. But um, she was saying that her client was older and she didn't want to have kids, but now she had this conversation with this client and she gets older. She's probably in her forties, and she was just like she wished she would have had children. She mm-hmm. always thought like, nah, I'm never gonna have children. But she was like, she never had the opportunity to, not intentionally, she just never made it a, a goal to pretty much have children. But now that she's older, she kind of wished she did set some time aside to have a child because as she felt like when she got older, it's just like, it's just hers. Like, there's nobody yeah. that could call to check up on her or she can go check up on somebody else. It was just her. Yeah. And I don't think she was married, but even it's still, it's still the fact like it's nobody like to you keep the legacy anybody. going or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just say that to say that. And I see that. I do. I do. And mm-hmm. then I had a neighbor um, growing up in a neighborhood I grew up in. Mm-hmm. My neighbor, um, after her, she didn't have any kids. It was just her and her husband. Mm-hmm. And then after her husband passed away, it was just mm-hmm. her. And she has like um, nieces um, and nephews that will come check, on, check in mm-hmm. on her every now and again. But it was literally just her. Mm-hmm. And so I do see, you know, even yeah. if I was married, mm-hmm. if he leaves before me, then it mm-hmm. would just be me. Mm-hmm. And I think about that. I have an auntie, and she mm-hmm. said, um, how old is she? She's in her 40s. Mm-hmm. 
And she just had a baby two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I asked hey, her, Hey, what's like, up? That's good. Hey, she lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked her, what made her have a child? Like, you know, now. Like, why now? Yeah. She always said she didn't want any kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, you know, when she got older, she wanted somebody that was going to still be there that loved her unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know if that's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> but hey, I that's get a respectful it. Answer. I do get it. I do get it. I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. But I think this, I think um, because I'm not in a relationship, I'm mm-hmm. not married, I don't have the desire to be a mom because I don't want to just be a mom. I want to have a family. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe if I was to get in a relationship or mm-hmm. get married, that thought would change. I would probably want to build upon something. Yeah. But right now where my life is, I just can't see me mm-hmm. having, I just can't see me having a child because mm-hmm. I can only see me having a family. Yeah, got you. Does that make sense? I got you. I, th- I definitely, but life got a funny way of showing you. So obviously time, time will tell. Time will tell. I hope, uh, whatever your heart desires, I hope that, that you get that. Yeah. I, well, I ain't going to say I hope. I, you will get that. I'm not even going to say hope. I'm going to yeah. definitely manifest that and put that into the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so let's go to the gym, though, because um, <laughs> I know you said you just got back in the gym. I just got back in the so gym why, this week. So before you got just got back in the gym this week, what? why did you go to the gym in the first place? Um, well, you know, I've been little my whole life, mm-hmm. like little. I, I know I'm still little, but I've been smaller. Um, I'm 5'1". Five 5'1", one. Five one? okay. Mm-hmm. I'm 5'1", and I didn't gain 100 pounds until I, I didn't weigh 100 pounds until I went to college. Mm-hmm. So I've always been very, very little. And, um, I didn't know that I could gain weight mm-hmm. going to the gym. <laughs> but once I discovered it, I was like, okay. Let me, you know, let me go to the gym. And then I always just wanted to be healthy, healthy and, yeah. yeah, I'm getting older. So I just mm-hmm. want to go ahead and you're start. Younger. You got to watch what you say. I'm getting older. Y- younger. But you got to say, you got to say younger because it's power in words. So you're saying you get older, you're getting younger. Okay, well, I'm getting younger. Okay. And the number in my age is going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... <laughs> I wanted to go ahead and start developing that, um, you know, the habit of going to the gym mm-hmm. and being okay with it. Yeah. Because I know, like, if you wait so long to do mm-hmm. something, I didn't want to get to the point where it's like, I just, you know, mm-hmm. where it's a real struggle for me mm-hmm. to go and maintain my health. So, yeah. and I just started thinking about that. And I wanted to, you know, be fit and be healthy and mm-hmm. l- stay looking younger, mm-hmm. you know. Got you. So, yeah, I would not have expected you as 29, honestly. I'm Nobody does. Nobody okay. ever does. How that's old did you great, think I was? Honestly, I didn't give it no thought, but 29 I did not expect. Uh, but that's still young, does. though. That's still young because, you know, you got to be careful when you start speaking about it's women It's young. Ages. It is. It is. It's very young, I think. It is. It, it is, honestly. It really is mm-hmm. in some ways. So are you going to um, come to the vegan side? You know, I was, okay, so I went vegan in 2021. For how long? Four months. So you lasted four months? I lasted four months, and then I started bringing in seafood. Come on now. But a part of it was because, you know, I was on my weight gain journey, Mm -hmm. and I needed some. I know you can have. Mm -hmm. I know you can still, you know, incorporate those things. (laughs) Please don't. No, no, no. no, I know you can still incorporate those things Mm -hmm. being vegan, too. But, um, you know, I just, I didn't want to shock my body too much. Mm -hmm. But I started eating seafood. I started bringing seafood back. So I'm still. So you're I'm pescatarian? Not, I'm not pescatarian because okay. I still don't eat dairy products. Okay. 
Um, I don't have a label for it. Uh, okay, that's Some people right. call it pesca vegan. Pesca vegan. <laughs> I never heard that one. I that's what my you. trainer called it, because okay. he did the same thing. Okay, I got you. But, um, that's yeah. a cool name. Yeah, pesca vegan. I don't have a label for mm-hmm. it. I don't have a title for it. It's just certain things I eat, certain mm-hmm. things I don't eat. I got you. So do you plan on ever going back to eating like uh, chicken and fish? I mean, not I chicken, but chicken? No? I don't. I don't plan on going back to eating chicken or mm-hmm. beef or any okay. of those things. Definitely not pork. And I, Oh, for sure not. Thank you. And I also don't have a desire to either. Like, okay, I don't good. miss it. Yeah. I really don't miss it. I mm-hmm. thought I thought transitioning my diet was going to mm-hmm. be hard, but it was not hard. It was easy for you? It was easy. It wasn't. I mean, I won't say it's the easiest thing in the world, but it wasn't hard. I wasn't. I didn't have any moments where I was like, oh, I just miss chicken or mm-hmm. I just miss whatever. The hard part is traveling and going places yeah. and not trying being to able food. to cook at home. Yeah. So you're trying to find places, quick little places to go here and there. And it's just not finding places to eat is the hardest thing about the journey. That's to a me. fact. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So so do you ever plan on coming back just going straight vegan or are you still want to leave in the seafood? You know, I think I don't want to. I know seafood isn't good for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's not the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I do want to stop eating seafood. Mm-hmm. I do I plan you. on coming back. I think when I don't know, but mm-hmm. I do plan on it. No rush. I think people are gonna start thinking I'm trying to convert people because I always ask people are they coming vegan? No, side? low key, you messaged me. Uh, on I Instagram, said that. I and said you, that. you asked me, was I um was I gonna transition? To oh yeah, vegan? you was trying vegan food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, probably won't. Hopefully, you do. but you say you're gonna give me some spots. You haven't given me. Oh, I haven't. Yet. All right, no. upbeat. I what in in Atlanta? I got you. I'm gonna give you a whole list. Yeah, yeah. give me a list because I've been trying new spots. Yeah, I got you. Because I'm tired of trying the same spots over and over again. What What have you been trying? Uh, well, uh, tell me off camera because they ain't paid no checks, so we're okay. not giving them no promotion. My fault. <laughs> Um, I said upbeat because that's really I've my favorite spot. I've never heard of upbeat. No worries, I got you. I'm gonna get you right with that. Um, so before we wrap, um, any last things you just want to tell the people? Any last words you want to say to the to the world regarding evolving, regarding anything? Um, I just strongly encourage you to evolve mm-hmm. because I know, um, you know, I think evolution happens in a small portion of us in mm-hmm. the world like not everybody decides to actually evolve like mm-hmm. not everybody looks at their life circumstances and the experiences that they go through and decide I want to change or I want mm-hmm. things to work out differently for me mm-hmm. some people just stay in it or you know mm-hmm. go backwards in it mm-hmm. versus let choosing to let that experience change them and evolve them Mm -hmm. and allow them to grow into a different person Mm -hmm. so i just encourage everybody to you know um decide to go through everything that they go Mm -hmm. through do you feel like with that being said do you feel like sometimes i'm sure you probably agree with this you give great advice because what you said is is actually a factual but it's actually harder to digest it for ourselves yeah Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Okay. It's easy to say. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's real easy to say. Yeah, facts. But to actually do it, it Mm -hmm. is challenging. It is tough. But Mm -hmm. I don't think it's impossible because we do it. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing, but it's possible. Facts. Got you. And with that being said, I actually got one thing I also want to ask. Who is somebody in book? So you can give me a person, both or just one, um, somebody that had a huge impact on your evolution in the sense of where you're at now and where you also want to go or like books that you've read or reading that's also helping you pretty much evolve and prevail in your life the book the, we could do both or any I person? can do the book all right cool I can't book. think of a person okay I got you the bible okay got you I gotta say that mm-hmm. 
that's hey, that's, that's your been, answer. That's been helping me to evolve and grow mm-hmm. and become a different person. Mm-hmm. See life in a different light. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Hey, well, where can people follow you at? I'm also put it at the bottom, of course. You can follow me on Instagram. Is, mm-hmm. Should I be looking in this camera? You, you can. We, it's, it's got you the whole time either way, so. You can follow me on Instagram at x underscore Brittany Michelle. Um, on YouTube, Brittany Michelle. Facebook, everything Brittany Michelle. TikTok, gotcha. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Don't you have like an things. underscore or something? Um, X underscore Brittany okay. Michelle. Oh, did you say Instagram? that? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know if you said that. Okay, I got yeah. you. X so, underscore Brittany Michelle on Instagram. They'll be at the bottom, too. So if y'all enjoyed another episode of Evolving Through Experience, also, if y'all need any designs, she she is yeah, definitely girl. the go-to. Y'all could obviously follow her, check out her page. But um, if y'all enjoyed another episode of Evolving Through Experience, make sure you follow us, you tag us, you share it with a friend. And if you're not evolving, you're dissolving. So why not start today? Evolving Through Experience. Catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.